Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Nevertheless Schlee Persisted, season two, baby. It's me, it's your girl, Schlee. We're back at it. Another week down, and another week uh, ahead of us <laughs> to go. Um, I hope you all are doing well and having a great start to your week or end of your week, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I'm about to go into my final weekend of shows for Oliver. What the heck? The time has flown. Um, I'm currently recording outside in sunny Florida, which is always nice. It's oh, The weather is just like perfect today. Um, I'm not trying to rub it into my New York friends' faces right now because I know it's like snowing there, but Ooh, it's so nice out here today, and I will soak it in as much as I can before I uh, head back (laughs) to New York and then Virginia. Anyway, it is a wonderful day for a gratitude list, so let's just dive right in. I've got a lot on the list this week, so here we go, friends. Okay, the first thing on my list, um, oh my god. Of course, they're going to start construction right now while I'm recording, um, but we're we're going to push through. So if you hear it, I uh, apologize. Uh, that's just where we're at. Woo. LOL. I really built the anticipation there with the first thing on my gratitude list. OK, so the first thing is New York Times games. Um, what does that include? Many a game. The Wordle. The Wordle? I think it's just Wordle. Um, Connections, which is my obsession. And then I personally love the mini crossword. There's also like Spelling Bee and Letterboxd, I think is uh, what the other names of the other games are. There's lots of lots of games. Um, And it's just like, you can play it online, but I also just like downloaded the app from the app store and uh, I love it. Now, here's the thing, Wordle. I never really got into Wordle, mostly because I was on the cruise ship when Wordle came out and was like super big and popular with everyone. So I only recently started playing Wordle like a couple weeks ago. And Matt has the app and has had the app for a really long time because he's a crossword junkie. Um, and I love watching him do the crossword. And sometimes I help out, usually, if it's a pop culture reference. Um, but anyway, so I've watched him play it before, but I just like, I don't know, I've never had the interest to do so. But you know, like we talked about uh, last week, your girl's been a little bit lonely, so she downloaded the app. Yeah, I love it. The world's fun. Connections, fun. And like the thing about connections is, um, oh, so many sounds today, friends. Um, <laughs> as I try not to get distracted by the really loud birds. Uh, connections. I, how do you even describe the game? Basically, it's like you get a bunch of different random words and you try and, and group them into groups of four, basically. And they all like have some <laughs> connection. And some are really easy and some are really freaking hard. And Matt and I usually play that game together when we're together. Um, and I did recently tell him that I downloaded it myself and have been playing by myself but when we're back together I'll play it again with him but right now I I am I'm by my lonesome I got it I gotta play it and then I also love the mini crossword as someone who's not good at crosswords the the regular crossword scary 
scary, daunting. Uh, I'll say it. It really, I, whew, it's a lot. It's pretty intimidating. And the mini crossword is just right. <laughs> and the clues are pretty decently easy. Uh, and so I feel really smart after. The, the New York Times games uh, have, they've been a staple in my life the past couple of weeks. And I'm not ashamed to say it. Alrighty, the second thing on my list is one that I'm sure I've had on my list uh, previously, um, but it is Targets that aren't in New York City. Um, I love a Target, don't we all? Who doesn't love a Target? Please raise your hand so I can ask you why. Um, would love to chat about it. But anyway, love a Target. But here's the deal, is New York Targets suck. And I'm pretty sure I've said that on the podcast before. I... Ugh, I can't stand a New York City Target. They just, they're they're not very satisfying and they never have like anything. And you think that they would because they have like multiple floors because it's New York City. But uh, nah, nothing is as satisfying as a Target that's not in New York. And I uh, went to a Target here in Florida the other day and it was incredible. Everything, everything I needed. Um, it, it just, my soul, my, my, my battery filled just walking into this Target. And I didn't even buy a lot, which is strength. <laughs> I stuck to the list of the things that I needed, which is ugh, pat on the back for Shalee. But uh, just being in the Target, taking it all in was absolutely incredible. And the next thing on my list has to do with Target. So it's a two for one, except not really. Um, and that is discounted Valentine's candy. Uh, and yes, I did. That that was not on the, the list of things that I needed, but it was discounted and I wanted some heart-shaped candy. I will say I got the Reese's uh, heart-shaped candy, which don't really... Oh my God. I promise we're going to make it through this podcast, people. Um, anyway, Reese's heart-shaped candy. Uh, they don't really look like hearts. Uh, and people on TikTok have been making fun of them because th if you turn the heart around, it kind of looks like uh, a ball sack. So, uh, yeah, that was I did. I did get those, but they were really cheap. And here's the other thing. I don't mean to make this a, a bitch session about Reese's because I love Reese's but sometimes when Reese's do like the shaped candy the peanut butter ratio is off the peanut butter chocolate ratio is off and so I appreciate the the trying of the heart-shaped Reese's but it's too much peanut butter for me and I, I like peanut butter but um yeah the ratio is off but did I still eat the entire thing hell yeah I did and uh, because the entire packet was two bucks. So yay, discounted Valentine's candy. <laughs> Alrighty, the next thing on my gratitude list is Trader Joe's soup dumplings. <sighs> Listen, this is also another TikTok find and something that has been popping up on my TikTok for a hot second now, but I just haven't tried them. You can find them in the frozen section and it's like a pack of maybe six soup dumplings and you just pop it in the microwave and wow, it's the easiest meal ever and they're so good they're always sold out so that's the only bad thing is and i get why they're sold out because they're incredible um and yeah i was able to to grab one uh last week and changed my life they're very very good highly recommend good on you trader joe's so the next thing on my gratitude list is Ferris wheels. Okay, so here's the deal. My mom and my grandma came and visited last weekend. Oh my God, I'm gonna go crazy. Hold please. 
Okay. Anyway, <laughs> my mom and my grandma came to visit me in Miami to see the show last weekend. Um, and we stayed in the downtown Miami area because that's where the theater is. And uh, I got to play tourist for a couple of days, which is so fun because I really haven't been able to explore Miami yet. And that was fun. And there's a little downtown area in Miami called Bayside, um, which has like lots of restaurants and shops and a big ass Ferris wheel, which is so fun. And we wrote it twice. We wrote it twice and it was awesome. It once during the day and once at night so we could see the lights turn on. Um, and I had a blast. So fun. Who doesn't love a good Ferris wheel? I guess, well, if you are afraid of heights, then maybe. But uh, I loved it. I loved every second of it. But I don't know. If you know me, you know I'm a big like amusement park and ride girly. So yeah, that really scratched the itch for me there. Big fan. Big fan. I think it's called like Sky Miami or something like that. I could be totally butchering that. I will... Uh, Put that in the newsletter for sure what it's called uh speaking of hey if you aren't subscribed to my newsletter you should do that just pop onto my instagram at nevertheless shilly persisted into my link tree which is in my bio and throw your little email in there and i'll send it your way because you have to know about this ferris wheel in miami that's maybe called sky miami it sounds wrong in my mouth so anyway ferris wheels yay Alrighty, the next thing on my gratitude list is a spicy mango margarita. Now, listen, as you all know, if you've been listening recently, your girl has been kind of sick and her body has been going through it. And so have not been drinking like at all. And uh, once again, we were playing tourist and eating at this restaurant that was by the water. Oh, my patience today is really wearing thin, but... We're leaning into the gratitude. So many things to be grateful for, like quiet. <laughs> anyway, the spicy margarita. Um, uh, what was I even saying? Okay, we were eating and drinking at this really cute restaurant that was on the water in Bayside, um, downtown Miami. And wow, this margarita just hit so hard. And here's the thing. I like margaritas, but they're not like my go-to. Um, but I haven't had a margarita in so long and this really hit the spot and it was huge and, um, wow, my liver really processed it pretty fast. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't drink a ton that day, but, uh, it was so good. So good. So good. Yeah. Love a spicy marg. That was also mango. <laughs> okay. The last thing on my gratitude list, we're keeping up with the drink theme here, is a pistachio latte. I don't know what's up with the cafes here uh, and the coffee shops in Miami, but they love a pistachio latte. And I am here for it. I love pistachio anything, uh, which I've definitely had pistachio ice cream on my gratitude list before. Um, but I've never had pistachio in a latte before, and it's incredible incredible i would love to learn how to make my own pistachio syrup at home i'm sure it's really hard but as you know i used to be a barista and i'll figure it out i'm sure there is a recipe somewhere online to follow but ooh, love me a pistachio latte so freaking good oh my goodness okay there's the gratitude list of the week we got through it even with all of the noise i'm dying it's so good oh, i love a gratitude list so good. 
Okay, before we move into the thoughts and feelings portion of the episode, um, I do have, I wouldn't call it an update, but I don't know. People have been in my DMs asking me about aquarium talk, which I talked about in the episode with Matt and I, um, two weeks ago or something like that. I don't know, the Valentine's Day one. Um, And people have been asking if I've been keeping up with the stingray that's having a baby. And I have. Okay, so here's the thing. It's on TikTok. <laughs> Once again, everything's on TikTok. It's a it's a stingray that's in this aquarium, uh, and it's pregnant. But here's the thing: there are no other stingrays in this tank, and so people are like, "Who got this stingray pregnant?" And so either the speculation is there are two like little baby sharks in the tank, so it could be one of those baby sharks. Also, I say they're baby sharks. They're just like smaller sharks. They're probably adults. Anyway, doesn't matter. So anyway, Charlotte, the stingray, that's her name. So it could be one of the sharks that, you know, they hooked up and had a fun little time. Or it it could be like a Jesus stingray baby situation that's called uh, parthenogenesis, I think is how you uh, say it, which is basically like miss charlotte the stingray is like mary and just like produced her own baby so we're waiting with bated breath lol but get it um fish uh boo (laughs) bad joke bad joke uh we're waiting uh until she has the baby so we can figure out what the heck happened and then we'll have a little, little baby stingray so yeah go look it up on tiktok it's really interesting i can't wait to see what happens i'm on the edge of my seat Alrighty, thoughts and feelings portion of the week. So, here's the deal. Um, last week, I was struggling a bit, as you probably know by now. Um, and I just wanted to say, hey, I'm doing a lot better. Give it some time. That's the lesson that I've learned this week. Um, just give it time. And allow your body to rest. And I just feel like I was exhausted. And all of the things that I was thinking and feeling that week were extremely valid and true. Um, But it also is just kind of insane and cool and awesome how much can change in a week and how your mindset can change in a week if you just like stick to, you know, exploring all the feelings and um, kind of finding ways to ground yourself again. And it took me a little bit of time to kind of get back on my feet and to feel grounded again. But I'm feeling better now. You just got to make sure that you're taking time for yourself. Yeah. But, okay, that's not what I'm really going to talk about this week. This week, I want to talk about this idea that I have been journaling a lot about. And it's just kind of a phrase that kept popping up for me this week. And I kept journaling the phrase, what if it's supposed to be easy? And I think that that kind of has to do with a lot of different things. Okay, let me explain to you kind of how it all came to be and my thoughts and feelings behind it. So throughout my journaling, um, obviously I'm doing a lot of reflection on how I'm feeling throughout this contract and this process. And it occurred to me that the easiest part of this contract for me has been literally coming in and doing this role last minute and performing. And the other outside factors have been the hard uh, portions for me throughout this experience so far, which is just interesting because... The more I think about it, being in an immediate replacement and having to learn the show in a week and a half is like no easy feat, right? 
Anyway, the question of what if it's supposed to be easy kind of sparked some thoughts for me in terms of like, I feel like this industry or just like artists as a whole, um, like we just have this mindset uh, of like, you have to struggle and suffer in order to succeed or in order for anything to happen. Like your success is better or more impactful if you struggled to get there. So I feel like I've always downplayed the things that come easy to me. Like the things that I say to myself are like, that's too easy for me. It can't really have that much value or the things that are valuable are hard. The things that are valuable are the things that you struggle and suffer for. I feel like I actually want to have the opposite mindset. Like I should do the things that are easy for me because they're easy for me, like swinging or being in an immediate replacement. My brain just loves that. And it, it does really well with learning material fast and performing on the fly. So why am I downplaying that when those are my strengths? And just so you know, I feel like this is kind of like the beginning of an idea for me or like a, like a newly planted seed that I'm trying to figure out exactly what I mean by this because like obviously the industry has many layers to it. <laughs> so as an artist, obviously I still struggle in terms of like I will have to go and wait at 5 a.m. in the morning in order to be seen, like that's a struggle. But in terms of my skill set, I'm starting to kind of dive into the things that I've downplayed because they've been easy for me. Um, but I just wanted to preface this by being like, I know this is a very general concept. I'm just exploring it. So bear with me. <laughs> anyway, one of the things that I love about this question or this concept is like the things that are easy for you are not the things that are easy for me. And I think that's what makes us all so incredibly unique. And I think as humans, like we're meant to be in our flow, I guess. So we should do the things that come easy easily to us because those skills are unique to us the things that are easy for you are not easy for everyone and that's why you got to lean into those parts of yourself instead of downplaying them Schlee pointing to myself so I know it's been a hot sec since I've talked about my higher calling or my purpose <laughs> here we go again um, but I feel like this is another really good way of exploring that uh, so in like previous journal entries of exploration of, you know, higher calling and all that jazz, I was really only writing down things that I liked doing, like podcasting, performing, connection, community, etc. Um, but asking what, what is easy for me has been very helpful. And I find that question gets you more specific answers so an example of that are like um from the the previous prompt or like what are the things that I like doing performing yeah okay got it but with the question of what are the things that are easy for me you get more specific in terms of like okay being an immediate replacement memorizing really fast being able to retain blocking and choreography after seeing it once like you just get a little bit more specific in terms of the things that you're also good at. Since we're on the higher calling subject, I'll give you a little update on where I'm at with that as well. Um, I mean, to be honest, I haven't had a, uh, a ton of time to lean into that and explore that. But I feel like the last time I was exploring my higher calling, um, it was more in the sense of like, how could I use my performing skills uh, for another job or another path? Um, and I was pretty... Uh, 
pessimistic about my performing career, uh, to be honest. And I feel like these past couple of weeks have been like a, hey, Ashley, no, 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 you're still supposed to be performing. Um, and like, obviously, I feel like my higher calling still has another portion to it that I obviously can't see yet. Um, but definitely these past couple of weeks have been like, no, 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 no you're still in the industry you're still supposed to be performing and because of this question I'm not downplaying the skills that I have in this industry which I think are very valuable currently in this industry um yeah (laughs) my thoughts are kind of all over the place (laughs) today but uh that's where I'm at this is what I'm feeling Like I said before, I feel like this is kind of the start of an idea for me. Um, I know this has been very general, but that's what's been going around in my brain this week. Um, Yeah, let me know if you have any thoughts on this question of what if it's supposed to be easy. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to dig into it with you. Okay, well. Here's a short and sweet episode for you. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Oh my gosh, all of these sounds, I swear they're going to drive me crazy, but we're going to wrap it up now. It's okay. (laughs) Ah, uh, Have a great rest of your week. Okay, I will talk to you next week when I am back in New York. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I love you all. Thanks for listening. Bye.